What up, what up? Welcome to Illegal Opinions Podcast, episode 188, last place for real talk. This is with an open mind to leave mad, the choice is yours. I'm your host, Sam Ridley, and with your boy, Jay Spade and Neo Ken, welcome mm. to the Illegal Hour. You sure I'm still here? Because my name still ain't in the, in the, the intro. That's true, too. My feelings are hurt. It shouldn't be. Actually, it does kind of say it. You know that squeak yep. at the beginning? <laughs> she go, y'all did call this hell. So, oh damn, yeah. Okay. You've been there. All, be you've been great. there the whole time. That actually, would be nope. great, right? Actually, nope. That wouldn't be great because there's a child saying that. So we gotta. No, no, no. Not if the child was saying it, but if if mm. if his wife was saying it to him. Mm. No, we can't have a child saying that. Then the rest of the song is shut up, call the motherfucker police. Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a whole different song. All y'all are going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm new. I'm new. I'm still new. I'm new. I'm, <laughs> ain't even been a year yet. I'm, a, I'm, I'm interning. I'm, I'm interning. I'm interning. I'm gonna get paid for that too hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different song. Hopefully, y'all been good this week, man. We back. We ain't gonna waste no time. We gonna get right to what's going on in the world. What bad news we gotta hit before we hit anything else? I mean, how are you guys doing? How was your week? Yeah, fuck. No, I'm just playing. Um, you don't give ahead, a fuck Ken. about how, how your week was? Go ahead, Ken. Oh man, my week was good, bro. Uh, I, I literally started therapy this week. It was awesome, yo. Just personal therapy. Congratulations, my yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just to. Just to check in on myself, bro. You know, just to make sure I'm. How's good. that? How does that go, how's that, how's bro? That, it's that? actually, uh, it's actually pretty, pretty nice to be honest with you. To have a motherfucker sit and listen to you, and not interrupt. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's actually pretty fucking. It's it's my first time doing it, so you know, just going through life shit. I'm so proud of you, dog. Yeah, I don't. Know, yeah. I don't know, how, how's that conversation start? Does she's or he or she say so what? What's your boggle? And then you well, it's, it's more of a, it's more of a, um, it's more of a, um, uh, like anxiety. Let's let's start there. Mm-hmm. So you got some kind of anxiety. They just ask you some normal, how'd you grow up? Wife and kids. If you have mm-hmm. um, things you like to do, what triggers you? Stuff like that. You know what I mean? So you just you literally just go through a list of, of shit that you didn't even fucking know. Like nigga, I didn't realize that. When I go upstairs, I take two steps at a time every time. Like, I don't just mm-hmm. go single steps. I go, I skip one every time. And then when I come back down, I jump over the last one. I thought it was just a kid me, nigga. I ain't know. But she's like, that might be OCD. And I'm like, fuck. Another fucking problem. But <laughs> it could just be you having fun. That's what I thought, nigga. It could be. But, you know, it was only my first session. You know? <laughs> so just a check in. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> that one is. That's that's not bad, but. No, no, it sounds surface to to what Marcus's ears is hearing. But, I have sleep but, problems, bro. So, but but again, like yeah, you have these sleep problems and shit, right? And then like you start to kind of look at just your regular day to day processes, and you're like, why do I do that type mm. of shit? And yeah. you do start to operate differently. That's a real a real real surface one. Like he's gonna mm. start to get to some shit that's gonna be like, oh okay, 
Like I know, in, for, for example, in, in, in my sessions, I learned like shit I do now and why I tolerate shit from certain people is because of the way I was brought up around my mom's side of the family. And it wasn't even like a, oh, you reaching. It was a, holy shit, that's exactly it. Like, just looking mm -hmm. back to, like, you know. And you'll come to stuff like that. But sometimes it is a little teeny shit, like, um, yeah. how much I tapped my foot when we started doing sessions and how anxious I was just in the seat versus now talking to her. Little stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I know what he's saying. That first session is kind of like, I don't know you and you don't know me. Exactly. Um, the what do you want? Like, I don't know. It feel it almost feel a little bit adversarial, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, literally, it started just from sleep issues, my brain not shutting off at night, so on and so forth, and you know, got referred to to the therapist. Male therapist, female therapist, female. Okay. Oh, 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 white lady. Like she been doing this since fucking the one thousands, nigga. She been she been doing it for a minute. Did you see the way his <laughs> face balled up when he got to the old part? Nigga, uh, she is hey, old, so she nigga. so she wise, wise. There we go. Right, she's wise. Yeah. She's yeah. too. We the oracle. Okay. Oh, oracle. I'm, I'm just just curious for me. White lady, black lady, or do you care to say? I said old white lady. You did say old white lady. Okay, a white lady. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Which was have, okay. weird. when I walked in, I was like, ah, oh, shit. Here we go. I'm gonna hit it with all these nigga problems, you know. Well, that's but, that's my question. Yes. Like, you don't, yes. do, do, yeah. do you not think that she ever said nigger in her life? She probably, she probably threw nigger. a nigger around with the it's hard R. She old, is. and she from South Carolina. Oh, she definitely said, nigger. yeah, she said nigger a few times. But she was very nice. Her <laughs> <full> of, she, <laughs> all of her reception, and she had like three receptionists roll around that bitch. My people that work for her, all of them was black. Um, they seemed happy. They didn't seem like they were off of uh, uh, mm. uh get out or nothing like that. They well, seemed they, pretty yeah. keep yeah, their job. Like, yeah, they seemed like they was pretty well, probably, you know, but but she was cool though. She was cool. We'll we'll see. That was only my first one, so yeah, I had to feel Ms. each Ruth other. Pay out. us good. Yeah. yeah, yeah you'll feel each other out for for a couple of sessions, if not months. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. yeah. you ain't gonna be all the way honest with her yet. Oh no, nah, nigga. If it's one thing I'm gonna do, is I'm gonna be flat out, nigga. Mm. Like I cussed a lot. <laughs> like I didn't in my first session, nigga. Like <laughs> only thing I didn't say was nigga. But cause Hold she it probably, around next time, see how she reacts. If she, if she falls into that nigga too hard with a nigga, if she growl <laughs> at me, oh no, nah, but she was cool. But yeah, that was my week. Pretty cool week. That's pretty dope. Like, see, my therapist is white too. And I remember when I first got her, you know, and, like and your I was like, month. Black I wonder. I know. I know. White therapist. That's hard. Oh, really, bro? Really? That's what we're gonna yeah. do. My doctor referred me. You know. I have a black one too, if that counts. Like, sound like white. I have a black therapist in my house. Exactly. I'm not racist. Yeah. <laughs> I have three black friends. <laughs> I take more of the black advice than I no um no but um yeah at first I was like ooh I don't think she's gonna be able to relate to me and I'm gonna mm -hmm. start saying a lot of shit to her if like a button get pushed you never know inside of one of these things and she gonna say something that's ultra white and i'm gonna be like see this ain't gonna work and we had that conversation hella early and it wasn't on some she said something wild it was she answered in the positive on something before i had a chance to be like all right here's the part where as a black man i you know you feel like you gotta fill in the white person you're talking to she just jumped in there and, and i was like 
Cause um, and she's a younger white woman. She's not like ultra old. Um, she's she's like our age, and she's she's beautiful still. Um, the way you described her when you said old, I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> so um, being able to have those conversations work. She has other black clients, of course. I believe most of her clients are black. Um, I don't know if that bleeds into Marcus's story at all, but um. <laughs> But no, like it does. It's a report that has to happen. And this is your first time ever having one, right? Yeah. yeah. What prompted it out of curiosity? Literally. Like what made just, you just said, I need one? Fuck it. Nigga, just the fact that I don't sleep. Like, nigga, I can stay up till two in the morning and wake up at six in the morning and go work a full day with no fucking problems until about two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I'm ready to snap on the nigga. So it's like, nah, I need to get some sleep, bro. I need to get some sleep. So that's the main what's, thing. Just what's just, keeping you wound up. Yeah. We're trying to, trying to, trying to shut that shit off or fix it or whatever. It's hard to shut shit off, but you know, just trying to fix it, trying to figure out what it is and then kind of correct it, I guess you can say. So that way I can sleep at night. Nigga. I don't have a regular bedtime. I don't even know what the fuck that is no more. Well, I think Marcus escaped it. Um, Men- mentally, anyway, we all come from. You don't know uh, that. Shit, well, well, this nigga here. Hold on, let me let me. See how mean this nigga is. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I know. Outwardly, they like what y'all talking about. Everybody, I mean, every listener just turned. They really let me go back real quick. Did yeah. he say that about the right person? Um, no, 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 no. Uh, what I mean is like all all of us. For those that don't know, um, we worked with each other at three points in life, mm-hmm. like in different places. But we all come from a di- the same work background where something was always wrong. Something's always wrong in the military and there's always something to do anyway. But then there's also always something wrong in our career field. And something also always has to get like delivered somewhere. That's hard to turn off at night. That's real hard to turn off at night. But And the reason I say Marcus escaped it is I feel like me and you have that. And I don't know if Marcus has that. I'm up till three for no fucking reason thing. But... Um, he seems very like I don't know schedule oriented, like very structured. So I I wouldn't imagine you having that sort of problem. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't blame that on the military. I I I think regardless of whether you're in the military or not, people are wired just differently. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with the military. I think it has something to do with like, with a lot of people's upbringing. Like my issues don't come from being in the military. Mm-hmm. My issues come from my upbringing. And I haven't been to a therapist or anything like that, but um, I've done a lot of reading and self-reflecting. Like, I think about myself and my situation a lot. Mm. Um, So, like, my issues with loud noises don't come from the military. They come from my mom being pissed off about something. And the the, the way we knew about her being mad was... She came home and fucking slammed fucking cabinets and shit or doors when things weren't like <clears throat> the way that she wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. So it didn't come from jet engines. Right. It came from mm-hmm. damn, like I'm upstairs just chilling. And my mom's come home. I hear her throwing dishes in the, dishes in the sink, slamming mm-hmm. cabinets. I knew somebody was going to get their ass beat that night. Who was it going to be? Who knows? Mm. But it was going to be somebody. Yeah. Was going to get cursed out. 
or spanked or beat or whatever you call it. Like, so I think people just wire differently. Um, my organizational skills, like I, I will say that my um, my quality <clears throat> assurance of things does come from the military because when you're fixing things that are detrimental to getting planes off the ground to drop bombs, we had QA come through and if your shit was fucked up. They rolled that shit back to the shop and you had to go back and talk to the fucking whoever about why your shit was fucked up. And that's mm-hmm. why, you know, we got the whole white glove policy. Like a lot of, a lot of us in the military or from the military background have a, um, uh, 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 a cleanliness mm-hmm. it's almost OCD. to us. OCD aspect mm-hmm. to us where it's like this. Let's say you're with somebody and they go do the dishes. Okay, cool. They start the dishwasher. Okay, cool. And then you go to unload the dishwasher <clears throat> and you're like, yo, this shit's still dirty in here, a lot of this shit. Like, you ain't pre-washed this shit. Like, you gotta make mm-hmm. sure this this cup is clean before you put it in the dishwasher. Like the dishwasher is not the washer of the dishes. The dishwasher is just the after of, you know, yeah. hit this shit with some hot water, dry it, and I'll put it away. But your hands should be jumping down the bottom of that glass and getting them goddamn greens out, bitch. Mm-hmm. Not you just being like, oh, well, you know. There's some steak in this fork. Fuck it. I'll throw in the dishwasher. The dishwasher get it out. No. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. the dishes. Yeah. So that's that's where my like if I had if I had to say that that I had an issue that came from the military and being in that kind of background where things had to be an exact certain way, I would say it'd be like that from a quality mm-hmm. assurance aspect. But no, nah, man, I I ain't sleeping like. This is a deeper dive than I wanted to go into, but I've learned from my genetically <clears throat> from my dad and my uncles and shit that I am a very vivid dreamer. I remember being fucking 16 years old, having a dream. Aggressive, fighting, whatever the fuck I was doing, running for some niggas or whatever. And I woke up while I was punching my wall. <clears throat> Like me, me with a balled up fist punches my wall is what wakes me up. Me in my sleep running and shit. Like that didn't come from the military stuff. Um, mm. Not saying that people don't have those issues. I know people that have been in fucking Humvees that got fucking yeah. blown up and rolled over and shit. They got people being on base somewhere overseas and mortars and shit like that going off. Like. Mm-hmm. There are people mm. that have those issues. Like I know, people, I know people that 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 like can't be around fireworks during the Fourth of July or gunshots during the Fourth of July. Mm. Um, that like, yo, I got to go away because this shit is too much for me. Now, would you say? Would you say that the military may have enhanced that that those dreams or or made them more of a recurring thing? No, because I don't. I don't dream about the military. Like I don't dream no, no, no. about being in, in the desert. Not, not dreaming about the military, but like some of the hardships in the military. Because we know they got we got hardships in the military. But yeah, like, we do. but like, 
would you say that some of the stresses in the military created more of those same dreams? Like, like you say, you woke up punching a wall. Do, do you I feel was 16. like? Well, that's fine. But like, you know, sometimes you can box that shit up in the back of your head and then some shit happened right. at work mm-hmm. or at, on a deployment and then it brings it back out. But you're not dreaming about the military. You're dreaming about the same shit you're dreaming mm-hmm. about when you're 16. That's what I mean. So that's I, I mean, I look, look, dog, I'm, I'm going to keep it 100 percent with you. Like I, yeah. <clears throat> I know a lot of people got that military shit where it's been it fucked <clears throat> with me and it made me a certain way and it did <clears throat> X, Y, and Z. I don't blame none of the shit about like yeah. how I grew up or you know how I'll treat it as treat it as a child mm-hmm. growing up you know <clears throat> middle class in one city and then being on the poor end of that shit on another city because mm-hmm. I literally had to change my personalities like based on what I was like and it, when I was living in, in Mobile going to a fucking magnet school I was one type of dude mm-hmm. but then when I was going to fucking Pensacola and staying in the hood, like I ain't like not the like the play play shit, like the real nigga. Yeah. If we lose a basketball game, niggas is gonna fight type of shit. Like I had to switch my shit up. I don't yeah. blame any of that on me being in the military. Like the mil, I, I know people got their own, yeah. but for me, the military didn't do shit for me as far as like adding to whatever trauma I had oh, as okay. a child. Got you, got Because I everything that I dealt with. Trauma like <clears throat> was always worse in the civilian world. Mm. You talking about a fucking little red nigger from the south? Mm. All the shit I got, my girl when I was young was bad. Do you know how many niggas was shit, bitch? What you doing with that nigga? That little old nigga, blah. Like dog, mm. like everything I got came from the outside of the military. Shit, the inside inside the military was safe for me. Ain't y'all niggas trying to fight for real? <laughs> Never that. Because nobody, nobody wants to get that. Fight, nigga, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, dog, like, everything I got. Niggas in the military <clears throat> pretend to be somebody that they ain't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They go from base to base to base pretending <clears throat> to be somebody that they're not. And you can be somebody different at every base. Every single base. At every base, you can be yep. somebody different. Yeah. That military shit with well, niggas is fucking clowns, dog. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a lot of fucking cornball ass bitch Ooh. ass niggas. Yeah, in the yeah. military. Yeah, the commercial. I'm yeah, everybody should know by now, and it's interesting. Like the commercial, and then when they show, you know, the the us coming home and everything. It's the best of the best of the best with honors. But y'all already see all of the the young Marines and shit at bars. Not singling out the Marine Corps, but any young service member at a bar. Like doing some wild shit. Those are your enlisted members. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's us, bro. Let me tell you. Like I knew I was like fooled by all of the, you know, the army of one and Starship Troopers, and, nigga. No, the propaganda I first, bubble. I first got to the base, and I found out that the niggas that was making my eggs was also like, yep. Active duty niggas, nigga, you niggas in that, too? <laughs> niggas that was, that was wiping down the equipment at the gym <laughs> was like, oh, I thought this shit was old, you know, someone was shooting them up, everybody tough type of shit. No, ninety five percent of these motherfuckers in the military are the motherfuckers that's cleaning your teeth. 
at the dentist and shit. Like, <clears throat> so nah, man. Like, I, I can't blame any of my traumas on the military. Um, yeah. I, but but I, I I understand the people that do. Everybody's got their own shit. But for me personally, I know. Like, I've dealt with my shit based on like, like I said, I did, I, did, I, did, I, went, I went through like three years of just like reading self help books, mm-hmm. reading self help books, listening to fucking podcasts. Listen to people talk about their own traumas and how they work through them mm-hmm. and then applying a lot of shit to myself. Like, yeah. oh shit, that's why I feel this way about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So that's you... why I, I, I feel like, oh shit, this happened to me too. Mm-hmm. I can apply that math and that science that they've that they're giving me to myself and work through my own shit. I'm not poo-pooing on fucking going to therapy. If you if 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 you could if you can go, especially if your job gonna pay for that shit, take mm-hmm. your ass over there. Yeah, and see, and and I and and I know I, I put this like lower on the list, but I bring that up, and uh, this is not the reason I went to therapy. I I was already scheduled for it, but we had a uh, I had one of my old troops. He committed suicide, right? Mm, yeah, one of the happiest dudes. You know what I mean? Like you might as well say it was it was one of us. You know what I mean? Mm. Black guy. A uh, wife, two kids, committed suicide less than a week ago, and uh, yeah, you know, I, I feel like I feel like we don't put enough emphasis on, and I'm just gonna say, black dudes, yeah, like keeping ourselves aware of yeah. our mental health. You know what I mean? So like, you did a self check, which is fucking awesome. Mm. You were able to work through that shit by yourself. I can't work through my sleep issues by myself. Sam can't work through his shit by himself. So we go somewhere. But mm. you respect the fact that we actually chose to go and Fuck do yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? So public service announcement, check yourself. Hell yeah. I, I sleep hot. Yeah. I'm a furnace. I wish I could get a bitch <laughs> talk to me so I cool off when I'm sleeping. Maybe I get up in the middle of the night. <laughs> I'm so stupid. But yeah. What? I feel yeah. yeah, I feel you. I feel you, bro. Cause I, yeah, I had an AC on in the wintertime, nigga. But yeah, uh, that, but yeah, that's but, real. But, but yeah, so you know, just self check. You know, get yourself checked. If you having issues, talk to somebody. Don't put your family through that shit. You know, especially if you got you know. Well, it don't fucking matter. Not not an especially. Just period. Don't put your family through that shit. And you know, like, check I'm, yourself. Talk. I'm a firm believer. Like, I'm a two things can be true. I still think you need a therapist. Straight up. Mm-hmm. However, comma. If I was talking to anybody else, like that I've known as long as him, I'd only say that. And I agree with how much this dude like stays in his own head about his own actions and mm. thinks about like the way he moves. I don't mm. think I know anybody that does it as meticulous as he do. Mm. Like it's damn near anal. Like I remember the, the one of the times, and I'm just saying, I remember we walked in there and it, he had a fucking whiteboard in the living room. With kind of regular shit on it. And when I say regular shit, let me explain this. It's basic, nah, but you don't do this shit. Like, it's basic, but no, let me make sure I can see it right here so I can stay on it type of shit. And I was like, this is the most brilliant. I could have bought it for $1.90 shit I ever seen in my life. And, And then, yeah. So like little shit like that, that is yeah. like, okay, he really just be paying attention to his own processes and sort of like reinventing his own wheel. Nigga, didn't you have a whiteboard in your fridge in Georgia? Yeah. 
I remember that. when you said whiteboard, I was like, this nigga did have a whiteboard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but, but but for me, it's just, it's, it's about accountability. Black History Month, ain't that a bitch? Go ahead. Mm. They, ain't gonna, mm. they don't make blackboards no more, nigga. You got some chalk? <laughs> did they make chalk anymore? White the chalk, chalk gonna be white then. <laughs> but no, like for me, it's about accountability. It's just mm. like you're gonna set the schedule for yourself. Be in bed by ten. Get up at six. Go to the gym. Get back. Fucking uh. Uh, uh, make breakfast. Eat actually eat fucking breakfast. Like that's, mm-hmm. people miss meals and shit. They don't think it affects them, but it does affect you when you don't fucking eat. Yeah, that's one of my biggest problems. Same. So like just doing those type of things. Okay, work from fucking you know eight to four. Uh, practice fucking guitar. Um, and then the uh, the one of the things was like you know read, uh, mm. run, go for a walk. See, this is how but fucking the, crazy it, it, this is, Ken. I'm sorry. He remembers what was on the board when yeah. I saw him. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when I'm talking? Like this was like a year and a half ago, and that yeah. I was like, "What? If play the guitar is still not on the fucking whiteboard, and you'd have moved. And if it is, you got a phenomenal whiteboard and use the wrong type of marker. No, it it is. I, I would go get it, but I don't want to ruin it. Over Look, it's over there. It probably is. No, no, it definitely. It's yeah, it is. Yeah. So, and and the last thing was just like no. Like if you don't do any of these things, just get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Mm. A lot of times we we get caught up in the comfort of being at home. Yeah, and just you know the day is oh, and we we look for reasons to do things to sit up and watch TV to get on your phone to uh fucking drink or whatever the fuck yeah. right. So you get you get home you get comfortable. But I'm like, look at fucking seven o'clock six o'clock at night. Go outside. At the very mm-hmm. least, just go walk around. You ain't got to talk to nobody. Put a fucking podcast in. I don't care. Put this podcast in. I do care. Yeah. But just get out of the house so you can just be outside. Like, just to breathe in some fucking clean air. Listen to mm-hmm. some, you know, possums fight in the street. Wherever, you know, whatever you got going on. But yeah. you got to get outside. And a lot of us get in the house and we just be in the house. And you become a hermit. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, I don't know, man. Like I like I I um I respect the people that can go like to me. Will I ever go to therapy? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I respect the vulnerability <clears throat> that people have to have to go and just unload on somebody that you don't even know. And I'm somebody that said that I would never go to a marriage counselor because this bitch don't know us. How she gonna give us advice about us when mm-hmm. we know us and we can't get it together? Mm. So to have like to, to have the vulnerability to say like we, we're just gonna sit down and lay out all our grievances or all of my grievances out to somebody that has no fucking idea, so, you know, some 88 year old white woman or 35 year old white woman, or whatever, and just and just tell them all my shit. It takes a lot. That's just, I mean, yes. That takes brave. That's some brave yeah. shit to do. It's, I have like, and I know you only been in one session, Ken, mm-hmm. gone in like this. Like, hey, you know, like we finna do a podcast and by 20 minutes in, snot crying. Mm-hmm. Snot mm-hmm. crying at her. Like, I don't know how to describe it because I don't want this to sound bad, like, but like almost feeling like a child inside. Mm-hmm. That type of vulnerability. That makes sense, yeah. and 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 that's yeah. a place that 
somebody that doesn't know you can pull out of you faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if well, used right. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, compared to what we do weekly, we get on here and we give our for real personal opinion on whatever the fuck mm-hmm. to a lot of people that mm-hmm. like people don't know. Everybody don't know us. You know what I mean? They might. Some of the people know you, Sam. Some of the people know you, Spade. Some, I might have two or three people. I don't fucking know that know me. But we're still telling our opinion and not giving a fuck about what people think about our opinion. So but we're talking to each other. We know each other for fucking damn, like but it's, years. it's on the internet, can, though. And, and so but what I'm saying is like I know, well, like like I said with my right. therapist, and she don't right. fucking know me. I've definitely mm-hmm. cried on this podcast in front of Marcus and vice versa. Yeah, I've yeah. sent shit up here that he didn't know. Somebody passed away that he didn't know about in mm-hmm. in the pre roll, and he almost lost it right here. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have done that with too many men. Yeah, you know, so I didn't take it lightly, but it takes that type of personability, and I think it's either one or the other. In that therapy session, I think a part of your brain goes, "I'm in safe space." Mm. Yeah, because you signed that motherfucking piece of paper. That you know said, what I'm saying? Somebody, bitch, I'm gonna sue you. That's why. <laughs> Look, I'm hoping that your brain. Our brain goes. Bitch. I'm in a safe space. His brain said, "If you tell somebody, bitch, I." <laughs> yeah, 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 I kill you. yeah, yeah. Oh man, but yeah, like, you, and, and I'm, I hope that it's a good fit. Is all I was gonna tell you, Kim, before we get off of this. Yeah. But like, I, I hope it's a good it, fit because yeah. it could not be. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And and you start fit, having feeling like. Shit, whose side is you on? Nigga? Like, not even yeah. like they want to be on your side because you don't want to right. placate it. But mm-hmm. somebody that's gonna give it to you real, and you don't feel like you just sitting there and they sucking your money out of you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. anyway, you um, suck, suck my money out of me. Yeah, girl, sucked suck it. Now, suck money out of mm. Earn it. Her eyebrows is all fucked up now. I don't need all that. Just, <laughs> just, just talk, just talk to me. To me. <laughs> <laughs> just talk to me. <laughs> so we went on thirty minutes of series. <laughs> no, 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 that's that's good <laughs> shit. Like, but, but girl, your eyebrows to... is making my dick soft, girl. Yeah, yeah girl. Just if you start sweating, them bitches is gone. <laughs> I knew y'all was trying to keep it short. I was like, all right, maybe we got to write through them. But yeah, I'm glad we did that. That was that was yeah, important yeah. conversation. We needed to. Everybody need to hear that. Um, okay, uh, so we just, we still do an hour, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so right, we're gonna, we gonna have to just skip some stuff and jump through. Let's hit the big one. So, uh, this just happened in the news. Um, I pulled up the clip, and I'm just gonna play it for y'all to hear if you haven't heard it. Check this out from Fox News. I was on social media last night. Very interesting. As you see, black support eroding from Joe Biden. This is connecting with black America because they love sneakers. They're into sneakers. They love the, you know, this is a big deal, certainly in in the inner city. So when you have Trump roll out his sneaker line, they're like, wait a minute, this is cool. He's reaching them on a level that defies and is above politics. The culture always trumps politics. And Trump. The culture, nigga? The culture. (laughs) Nigga, are we in the sneakers, nigga? The culture. So wait, hold on. Now, okay, y'all. Yes, um, Fox News, man. I thought this was a fake story. You know how people make stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, this this can't be a real thing. Um, Raymond Arroyo is that, am I saying his Arroyo, name right? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Fuck that nigga. Ra- yeah, Raymond Raymond Rice. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This was a Fox News clip. Y'all just heard it, man. What was your thoughts when you saw this, man? 
So f- <laughs> first off, I couldn't believe that nigga said that shit. This nigga said <laughs> he getting black votes because we like sneakers, nigga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? One plus one equals brown. Have y'all seen them ugly bitches? Have y'all seen the, the shoes? Mm-hmm. Have you seen them, Sam? Uh, of course. Of course. Who? First off, nigga, who gonna pay $400 for some motherfucking shoes that look like that? Nigga, I struggle swiping my card for fucking Jordan 1s, but at least them bitches is fantastic. <laughs> um... I saw these online after the story broke or whatever. I saw Trump with his shoe, all that good stuff. Um, we don't have to get into the political ramifications of none of this shit. That's making a much longer conversation, right? Uh, counterpoint from a black guy in a feed on on the Fox page. Real sneakerheads know what's up. Cop in two. He gonna resell. I feel that. So, hold on now. Now, as a sneakerhead and as a black man. Because that was, of course, you know, black people started going in on this cat. All the way in. You, as a black man, about to give your money to these white people. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not a sneakerhead. Me and Marcus had this conversation where I've talked about how I got all this bullshit behind me and somebody else that went out and bought sneakers in this place. Same, same. We had that conversation. I agree with it. So, as a sneakerhead... Flat out fuck politics. You mm-hmm. should want to get up. They only made what a thousand of them or some you're shit. Gonna buy them. Yeah. You know you should. As a sneakerhead, yeah. if if you're a collector of shoes that you know a lot of people don't have their hands on, and this is regardless of rid- how ridiculous it is, and America is the world's reality show right now, mm-hmm. is politics, and this is history. So, as a black man, do you buy the shoes knowing where the money goes? You can't buy them bitches now. They sold out. Even I know, but uh, this one, but just, he looking online right now. I'm, like, well, serious, but what's so supposed to? If, how do if you I was, if I was a sneakerhead, yes. I, I mean, honestly, I would buy as many as I could because there's already been a pair sold for nine thousand dollars. They mm-hmm. ain't even fucking out yet. They don't come out till later later this year. I think July, August, sometime like that. So motherfuckers is by motherfuckers. I mean mm-hmm. white Trump supporters. Are um buying these bitches for nine grand already. So hell yeah, I'm gonna buy a fucking five, six pair if I can fucking find five, six pair for the for the for the market price. And then I'm gonna resell them bitches for nine, ten grand. But nigga, you ain't getting black votes because uh you you made some sneakers. Them bitches ugly as fuck. Ain't nobody want that shit. All right, I'm off my horse. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, Marcus. No, no, there there are two stories here. And I, I wasn't I wasn't not listening. I was trying to see if you could find the sneakers on eBay or StockX or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Can you? There are two stories here. The first story is this nigga talking about this white Jewish nigga talking about um, sneakers swaying the vote of black people. Mm. Bruh. Paying off people's college debt barely swayed the vote of Thanks. black people. And these are black people that go into HBCUs. For all you that don't know, 
HBCUs cost a lot of goddamn money to go to. I know because I went to one. I went to Tuskegee in fucking 2000. That shit was 10 grand a semester. In 2000, that shit was $10,000 for half a year to go to a college deemed to be historical, historically black. Mm. Now, I can only fucking imagine how much it costs to go to a HBCU. Hopefully, I never have to know what that feels like mm. to pay that for a little motherfucker that belongs to me. Okay? So, if you think sneakers is going to move the needle, you're wrong. If anything, this is clout chasey. This is pandering. You pull up to fucking sneaker con with your fucking little bullshit ass gold shoes, little fucking Willy Wonka golden ticket ass bullshit sneakers. Being a sneak, well, a former sneakerhead, even with what I know I can make off of those, I would not fucking buy those sneakers. Because of what I know, like, I know what it does. Like, not just, I just, for me personally, that my shit would like hurt me. <laughs> like, to buy some <laughs> Trump shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I could sell them. I, I bought them for $400. I could, sell, I could sell them for nine grand. My moral compass isn't always straight, but it's really strong. <laughs> that nigga don't want Trump yeah. shoes on his on his account it's information. It's hard to move that needle for me. <laughs> yeah, and I can't. I wouldn't be able to. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Even if I knew somebody that bought them for four hundred, they they trying to sell them to me for a thousand. But I knew I could flip them for eight times that. I still, I'm not. I can't. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um. The other story is. The resale value. You gotta draw the line somewhere. Like you have to draw your line somewhere because you this this is also a political statement. Hell, this is why fucking Kanye kind of fucked up right now because buying Kanye merch is a political statement. You are in agreement with wherever he stands, whether it's anti-Semitic, which is what he's being, you know, branded as now, whether it's anti-capitalism or whatever the fuck Kanye wants to do. I remember when Kanye came out with them fucking shirts that was torn up and had 10 holes in them. T-shirt. Thousand dollars. Nigga, this shit say goddamn Jan Sport on the tag. And you put <laughs> holes in them. But because you put holes in them, I gotta pay no. Like... And then, like, imagine imagine you buying these shoes. Let's say you got them at, a, at, a, at the retail at 400 and then you get somebody in your DMs like, hey, I'll buy them sneakers. Mm-hmm. Now you got to meet fucking Jim Bob. Jim Bob. Why is that, some... why is that a white ass name? I don't know, I don't know why Jim Bob y'all said is that the shit. most dangerous white man on the planet. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, it is. When we're like a white man that I, your brain was like, I need a white man that I don't know that might do me bodily harm, and I know exactly what he looked like already. Jim Bob. The way that y'all said that shit in unison was amazing because we did yeah. not practice that at all. But so you meeting Jim Bob in the parking lot of some Walmart, 
Because it's going to be a Walmart. It's not going to be a it's Target. It's going to be a Walmart oh, 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 oh. in Knoxville Walmart. or some shit. Better add that Walmart. Walmart. No, with Walmart. a K on the end. Oh, well, for the black people, it's... Not K. yet. The K is... The, yeah, you're right. Walmart. The S is for, you know, the country's mm-hmm. wife of Walmart. Got you, got you. Yeah. But you're going to meet this dude in some parking lot of the Walmarts in Knoxville or some shit, or Chattanooga. Because he'll be by your house. He ain't going to be by your house. Not, he ain't gonna be in. He ain't gonna be in Memphis for sure. <laughs> Fuck no! Did you say he ain't in Sumter? No, in Sumter. That's what these motherfuckers gonna be. That's a lot of jam uh, around this bitch. So like, like, so now you're like, how? And and like I said, my moral compass is what it is. It's, it's crooked, but it's firm. Yeah. You see this nigga pull up in that Ford truck with all them bullshit tags and stickers on the back of his shit. Mm-hmm. Talking about let's go, Brandon. And all this shit in the back of his truck. Ugh. And you gonna you, you're gonna you're gonna give him a box of sneakers and then grab that fucking money out of his hand? I could not do that. I'm thinking Personal. about there's no safe place at all. You could sell those shoes. Let's say you'd like meet me around black people. Now you sitting there with this box of Trump shoes, waiting on the white man to pull up. You still look you know, crazy. The sad part, and we haven't seen it yet because it's still new. But the sad part is these fucking young ass clout chasing influencers, Kai Sinats, and whoever the fuck else are going to go and buy these fucking sneakers and they're going to go fucking wear them on their YouTube channels in front of millions of fucking people and make it look like this shit is the fucking vibe. This is what we on right now. And that is the sad part to me. Yeah. Is the young generation thinking, well, shit, this shit gonna give me some likes. This yeah. shit gonna give me some fucking views. I got these fucking Trumps on. Nigga, yeah. it's gonna be mayhem. Especially when they go into fucking actual like family size production. We're gonna have little baby kids and sh- little baby shoes. Mm. Knockoff's gonna for, come out. For the for the for the non-affiliated uh sneaker people, family size means a full run. Of all kid sizes, all women sizes, and all men sizes, and the way these things are gonna go, and go back to the fucking Trump campaign because that's where the fucking money is going to go. Mm-hmm. For everyone that doesn't want Trump to be president anymore, keep in mind, every dollar made off these sneakers, well, not every dollar. He might pay like ten cent to no, the Chinese they, workers that are making these shits. He got to pay that, but, which is hilarious. of this money is going to the Trump campaign. Mm -hmm. Just like them fucking baseball cards he's selling now. I ain't know about that. It costs like $100 or $200 a piece. And if you buy five, I'll sign one of these hoes. Like, dog, people people just are unaware of the impact that shit like this has. That you and and if when he becomes president, you're gonna be talking that shit about well should I ain't vote for him? Yeah, you did. Look at your feet, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really did. I'm worried about the first like hate crime that comes with these shoes. Oh, somebody getting kicked in that somebody's thing. gonna want to be the first one to have them on and kick a minority or something. Bro. And that type of stupid <laughs> shit is the stuff that they they gravitate towards, like Marcus yeah. is saying on these on these, you know, like the acorn shit. That's going on on TikTok right now, um, shooting up the back of the police window. Oh my god! Like it's a whole. It's a, it's like them, them types of fads are funny <clears throat> when they just funny, but when they happen like this, like people start getting real, real fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. I think they're just gonna take the spotlight off of 
off off of black folk and stepping on each other's shoes. White people gonna get crazy about their shoes. You scuffed my Trump, nigga. Like they gonna send nigga, they gonna send nigga and everything, you know. So on on the on the Trump shit. Speaking of Trump, um, he is a uh, fan of Vladimir Putin. He's he's a strong Mm -hmm. leader. He's this just that and the other, whatever, whatever, right? So even on the heels of Trump being Trump, even on the heels, no pun intended, of the sneaker shit, Mm -hmm. his biggest rival was this guy uh, Alexei. Novani. Mm. He died a few days ago. He died. Now, now he got poisoned on the plane. Oh shit. I don't know if y'all remember that shit, but he, he was on the plane <clears throat> leaving Russia to go someplace else. He was uh, he was up uh, there. There's a video of him like screaming, like trying to untie his tie and shit. Like, yo, I'm I'm hot, I've been poisoned. They trying to get me out of here. All this shit. He gets back to Russia, they lock him up. Nigga. Niggas. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, dog. This dude died at a prison camp in the Arctic Circle. God. Maximum security prison camp in the Arctic Circle. That's some Marvel nigga. shit. I don't even know where that is. Nigga. There you like, go. I was going to say that. I didn't want to look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that we had one for real. He's out of here. Like they don't even—they won't even say how he died. This is like, yeah, niggas, you out of here. Like you're—you're you're supporting someone that's done all the shit and said all the shit that Trump said. Yeah. That also supports Vladimir Putin, who took his political rival. This is like Trump taking Biden. And put him at some prison in the fucking North Pole and shit. And yeah. then all of a sudden you look up and Biden's dead and we don't know how. Like this shit is crazy. He poisoned this nigga on a plane. He got a flight attendant. Hey, just put this goddamn battery acid in this nigga goddamn suit. Yeah. Get this him on out. Bro, yeah. that shit is insane. It's insane. But you know what niggas gonna do? Well, not niggas. Uh they gonna turn a blind blind eye to that shit. Like they do to everything else. Nigga, I'm like, how was... come we ain't heard about it for real? Yeah. Dog, that shit was up one day and down the next. Yep. That's how shit happened, bro. That's how shit it's Saint Vladimir Putin and Trump. Anything that 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 circles around these niggas. Bro, uh, that's just it's, it's some scary shit. I can't even believe like he's a <clears throat> he's he's allowed. Fuck the legal shit. <clears throat> All the other shit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like four, you know, well, I guess like, you know, shit. Between like four and eight years ago, whatever, like everything he said and done, there are people still rallying behind this dude. Yes. This is after grabbing by the pussy. Yep. It's after calling some, you know, Rosie O'Donnell, whoever, like a dog face ass bitch or whatever the fuck he said. Like, mm-hmm. she's not, she's on her period. Their period is fucking dog. We can't even like tell a girl at work, you look really nice in that dress, like you wearing that, just killing that shit. You know, it's good on you. You can't even say that shit. Mm-mm. Meanwhile, he's talking about, I guess, Megan Kelly, you know, her period's on 
and mm. she's acting a certain way because her her periods on, nigga. Nigga, you know person it is. Let's just stop. <clears throat> Imagine being at work and being in a meeting, just a regular meeting at fucking wherever the fuck you work at, and being like, "Oh well, shit." This girl Katie over here acting all aggy because her period's on. Don't, don't take her seriously. She her period blood is leaking. Mm. That's why she mad at me, nigga. You're nigga. Fired. 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 Wait. You can't. Seven Eleven might hire you. <laughs> and you know what? And like maybe from a government job or a military standpoint, you're oh always supposed to be following your uh, commander in chief. So if this is like stuff that you've heard him say to women. On TV, and then no, you write your rebuttal. Can they even say you're wrong? It's hell. crazy. So. It's crazy. Nigga. Like, do you want a commander chief to grab them by the pussy and we get sark briefings every month in the military? Bro, they don't even. It, they won't. They won't even. Uh, you. There's never. I won't say never. In our most recent memory, and even in our fucking parents and grandparents' most recent memory. There has not been a single president, a bachelor president. Mm-hmm. Got to be married. Got to have some kids and shit. Mm-hmm. Got to be kind of there. Yeah. You can't even be single and be president. Donald Trump is grabbing bitches by the pussy. Mm. Yeah. Locker room. Need we say more? You know, like y'all, y'all know exactly how that shit been going. Yeah. Um. Want to get into Corey Holcomb's joint? Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do this. Told y'all the illegal hour. That's what you got this week. So, um, Corey Holcomb, Donnell Rawlins, Laugh Factory. (laughs) (laughs) What? No, I'm just. I just remember the video. Y'all seen it? Have both of y'all seen it just before I start and know where y'all are at? Okay. Um. Here is a, a clip from it. Okay, start over, start over, start over. I missed the beginning. Yeah. So, let me go right back. Oh, 
All right. So, um, there's a lot of things happening here, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. First being, you're never going to be louder than the comic. That's on stage with the microphone. I don't mm-hmm. care if you're another comic or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, everybody going, Corey ate him. You just don't know how volume works in a comedy club. I mean, yeah. let's let's so, just stop with that first. So of for the so the, for um, the people who might have had a hard time hearing that, explain. What was yeah, going yeah, on yeah. If you can understand it, if not, it's on TMZ and it's everywhere. <clears throat> Corey Holcomb is on stage at the Laugh Factory. Um, thank you, uh, Ken. Yes, uh, he's on stage at the Laugh Factory. Donnell Rollins is, and this just happens. You filter through the comedy club, like whether I'm performing or not. We're just kind of in the building. We're checking each other out. We're bigging each other up. This type of hate don't generally happen, but certain comics are the type of comics that use that opportunity to go, oh, this is easy money in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. Just professionally. That's my opinion. That's they shit to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got nothing to do with it. Come on, but, Donnell didn't have to do that. No, 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 no. Corey didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. However, um, I'm just personally tired of seeing comedians in the news for everything that ain't fucking comedy that's that's the culture right now like i saw this shit and at first i was like god damn are they going on tour together just when i saw their names and then it was mo fucking drama between comics at, at a fucking club for no goddamn reason i mean maybe they had some shit going on off you know set but like again it's another one of them things and now everybody's looking at our pages for the 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 that type of shit for the for the problem because that's the culture of it back to what was happening in the room um, I had to get off my chest. Fucking sitting in the comedy club in the room. Me and Marcus have talked about this where I had to go to a club and um, I was like in my year one and D-Ray was having a show. And the only opportunity to get in there was for us to get put in that position of you're going to get heckled. And we didn't take it. Some would say, oh, you should have took that spot. And then if he said something to him, show him your salt. I had been doing comedy for exactly one year. That would have been the stupidest shit I could have done at the Hollywood Improv. Mm. Um, Donnell Rollins ain't me in that situation. He better goddamn say something. You ain't finna sit here and we at the height of our games and places, we both headlining. You gonna make people be like, I can't sell tickets here for one. Or that I ain't the dude from Chappelle's show and the dude from everything fucking else that you want on as well. And I can I got my accolades. So if you're going to, as a man, stand in the room and tell people I ain't me, I'm going to challenge you with the loudest breath in my body in that moment. Mm. It's I disagree. All right. Um. I I've been following Donnell since he's been on Chappelle's show. I think Donnell Rollins is a good journeyman comic. I think he's also highly, 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 highly insecure. It could be because of the flowers that he hasn't received that he thinks he should have. It, it might be because people think he, that he's tagging along the coattails of Dave Chappelle because Chappelle's a real nigga. And every time Chappelle's doing a show, Donnell's on the show. It's like I'm bringing my nigga along. It's like with uh, with Kevin Hart and the Red Cup niggas. Them niggas ain't good at comedy. 
I saw the special on Netflix. That shit was trash. <laughs> yeah, would you put Donnell Rollins in the same category as the Cuppies, for real? I just think. No, yeah. just just based on. <laughs> just based on yeah, just, just just based on where I'm seeing you at. Like, you you you're only you're only bigging up the shows of, yeah, me like like I've heard Donnell Rollins on fucking uh Rogan show. And it's all about they talk about Dave and him being on tour with Dave. It ain't like there's there, there, there is no you fucking, you know, made this meal yourself. It's I've done this. Davis, Davis helped me do this. Dave done that. I won't I was on show with Dave. It hell, even um on uh Brilliant Idiots, Charlemagne. Talks not rec- not as much anymore, and maybe because it was a conversation that was had. But even on, on the Breakfast Club, you've seen Charlemagne go at fucking Donnell mm-hmm. about him not being a good comedian or him being a fucking tag along or him being whatever, and just janking the fuck out this nigga. Basically, like bro, you only here because <laughs> of fucking Dave. <clears throat> and I know they got they they probably a friendly back and forth, which is cool, but friendly can be friendly on the radio. But when I leave here, it's probably not so friendly in my mind. Mm-hmm. I think he has a lot of insecurity about where he stands in this game because he's not he's not respected the way that with the accolades. Like, nigga, okay, I'll do it like this. On social media, I've seen more fucking Corey Holcomb clips in the last two to four months than I have ever seen of Donnell Rollins. None of, you don't even see Donnell Rollins putting his, his clips his clips up on fucking social media. Like you shouldn't even clip worthy. Or you don't even have a team of people to put your shit out because your shit is just, it ain't hitting like that. Nigga, Corey Holcomb shit is going crazy right now. And Corey Holcomb is a journeyman comedian <clears throat> in the same sense that Donnell is. So me personally, I think that because he was on the Chappelle show, great. Good for you, nigga. You was on there a lot. Happy for you. I he's he's my, he, he's Monique. He's Monique. Monique being on fucking Precious. Monique being on Precious made her think I deserve X, Y, and Z. For my next, I, like I deserve these, I deserve to be put up over here. But you ain't, you've done that one thing. What have you done since then? Donnell Rollins ain't, ain't doing his own specials. Don't Donnell Rollins even said on Chappelle, like, yo, man, like this shit made me nervous talking to a microphone. I, I don't know how to talk. Doc, uh, Rogan told him. Rogan told Donnell Rollins when this episode is over don't go look at the comments because they're going to fucking fry you and it's going to fuck you up because you are a you you're, you're you're a disruptor in the show like he was trying to be nice so I'm summarizing but the way you're talking in this show is not it shit don't flow like it's a this is like a bad interview but you my nigga Rogan ain't say nigga. Well, not that time. But <laughs> you my guy. And I don't want to fucking do that to you. 
I don't want you to go through like sifting through the fucking comments to see how bad people are going to tell you you've been at this. I think that it's just like I, I think Donnell feels like he's been he's being he's he has been disrespected because of what he was given. That I means it's, like, it's like saying blow the fuck up becomes the next who the fuck Sinbad, right? Sinbad in the nineties, in the nineties, not okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, okay. I okay. gotta do jingle all the and way then, through. And then I tell some jokes for fifteen minutes, and then I go to the comedy. I go to the Laugh Factory in fucking L.A. or some shit, and I'm like, oh well, shit, nigga. Like you gonna put? You don't throw salt on me, nigga. I've I've been on Sam Ridley, so I open for Sam Ridley, nigga. I'm a beast, nigga. But are you though? Would it like this is my last thing? Mm. Would either one of y'all say that Donnell Rollins, 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 who gives a fuck? Would any of y'all say that he's a beast at comedy? No, I didn't say he was a beast at comedy. But well, he said that. Yes, he said that. Yes. So, so I guess my question would be to this whole situation is: is what triggered all that? You know what I mean? Like, why would? Why would Corey Holcomb like say anything to him if he's just sitting? It, it's kind of it's kind of like when Sam did his show with uh what was that fucking light skinned nigga name? Uh shit, can't remember his name. The show you did, he started fucking talking about you in the title. Uh, sh- uh, sh- sh- Shang. Shang, yeah, yeah. Like that's what it reminded me of. So it's like Sam is an up and coming. Shane been doing this shit for motherfucking I don't know thirty years, probably more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like Corey Holcomb. Yes, you're right. Corey Holcomb blowing up like a motherfucker on Instagram and on your motherfucking Facebook reels. It's going crazy because I see it all the time too. Donnell is not, but it's like I'm. I'm trying to figure out why. And he never has in that sense. Yeah, but to, from what I've seen. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is like I'm trying to figure out why Corey Holcomb would involve him in the show in the first place. Like, why I would you say anything in the first place? I don't know. I think they, they might have been on the same yeah. show. Or he was just in there. Who knows? Yeah. So and, he was in there. And, maybe, and then and maybe he said something about, well, you know, I'm on here. I'm on here because you know niggas can't sell out the room by themselves, so they put me on. This is me mm. speculating. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying what, what, what would make me get up if I was Donnell Rollins. Yeah, the, and, and that's the thing. We, so we on the like, same show together. They added me because you know, nigga, because he called me, you know, he got some mild comics up here. So I came up here to fucking bring the shit. Mm. And he like because he called him a mild comic. Yeah, I gotta find did. out if it was. It's, I would imagine it's probably like a chocolate Sunday or something because people just pop in. It looked like one mm-hmm. of them where people just kind of there. Um, I didn't interrupt nothing Marcus said because Marcus ain't wrong, but it's still that like if you're sitting in that seat as Donnell Rawlins, you can't tell me you're not gonna say something to a man on stage doing that to you and you a comic in the room. I wouldn't do that. You just sat there and just ate that shit. What, he, get the fuck one, out of here! I, like that don't even sound. One, like. I, I, I have to assume he's talking about me. Yeah. He, so so that's that's the insecurity. That's what I'm saying. Like I think Donnell's insecure, and my man could have just been talking. Cause he, cause he, I think he was. He, I think he. It sounded no, he, like he called him out. Corey was trying to was trying to kill it. Like, hey, bro. Like I, I just said, what are you talking about? Mm. Was he though? He was like, come on, you know, I ain't Corey. Be like, man, man, come on, dog. I wasn't. Come on, but dog. Corey, but but Corey <laughs> say what he says. Yeah, if he would said like nigga, you mid. He would have been like, yeah, I'm talking about you, nigga. You mid. He did call him mid straight out. 
just flat See, out. I, no, I think he, he said. I think he said. Do, do you call? Um, did I call you a mild comic? He's like, I ain't mild, nigga. And that's, he said. And that's other he said. He said you mid at best, or like straight. He called him flat out, and then he asked him himself, "Do you mm. think you?" A, a good comic and he said i'm a beast i'm a beast and it, like of course and this is what i'm saying a man on stage is challenging whether or not you can do the job in the room right hey you think you a good comic? he wasn't going i mean i think i'm all right no he ain't gonna say that shit in the room i understand that i understand <laughs> that. The, the, the reason why i wouldn't say anything is because of what you said before and this we and we've had this conversation about hecklers and niggas trying to be funny in the crowd trying to be funnier than a comedian that's on stage with the mic you can't beat the mic. So me looking, so me as Donnell Rollins, if I think I'm this dude, I've been on these shows, I've been, I've been, I'm touring with Dave Chappelle. How nuts do I look yelling at the stage with this nigga got a microphone in his hand, like nigga, he lives and you know the game, like, nigga, you know the game. You know, you can't compete with that. There you is can't. nothing that you can say that's funnier than whatever the fuck bullshit I say in this microphone. Unless you get all the way on. Because that's what I was like. Is he going to get all the way on stage? Because that's the he only did. other way that this turns into a show for everybody. Yeah. Otherwise, exactly. like everybody in the audience, they end up, and y'all can't see me, but they just doing this, watching. Because the audience is now trying to watch the rest of the audience's reaction yeah. and the action. And mm -hmm. probably get a fucking video at the same time now. Now, now with, with Donnell's Presume power. I'm just presuming. I don't know. I would talk to the motherfucker, the manager, or some shit. Like, yo, bro, like, give me, yo, a, give me a stool, give me a mic. Yeah, give me a stool, give me a mic, and put it up on the corner. And we bring could, a microphone. Like, we could go back and forth. Like, nigga, we gonna talk about this shit. Like, if you don't do this shit for me, I'm never coming back here. Yeah, a manager would immediately be like, all right, nigga, get that nigga a stool and a microphone, so he could we could because it's it's only good for me as a club runner. Mm-hmm. Like these niggas, they finna go back and forth for an hour. <laughs> Shit, nigga. At best, they might fight. Like nigga, I'm, <laughs> nigga, I'm going, I'm going back. <laughs> I'm going back. Yeah. So for me, Donnell, and like he said, like 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 I said, he he has insecurity issues. I'm sure he has some other issues going on. He's spoken on, spoken on them before. Um, him walking up to the stage in the middle of a show. Yelling at a stage in front of people looks nuts. You can't yeah. do that. But he's unstable. That's not. That's not. That's not me making that up. That's you can listen. You, you can listen to him talk. You can listen to his podcast. You can listen to his interviews. He is unstable. He is a wild nigga, and he's wildly insecure, which is why he walks up there and does that shit. It's unfortunate because I like Donnell. That nigga, I mean, he was an, an intricate part of the fucking Chappelle show, which is a staple in our young, young, fucking young adulthood. Like, yeah. Ashley Larry, nigga, like that's that nigga. 30 the nigga. years ago as yeah. well, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what he said. Hours. Right, right. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of them things that's always yeah. fresh in our minds that that's who he was. And, and yeah. you know, I would have to go show my kids who Ashley Larry is now. And yeah, that's just the sure. reality of it. That type of bitterness in Hollywood is becoming a lot more transparent. It happens. Hell, at my stage, people are bitter at where I am. At my stage, I'm bitter at where other people are. Uh, you know, in, in some small form of fashion. And it's just part of the game, and you got to learn how to control that shit. But but let's go back to you. Being, right? the, being, the, being the consummate professional, right, that you are. 
when Shane was up there doing that, that you felt moved you in a way. You didn't just walk up the stage and start yelling at this nigga. Nigga, who you talking about? Nigga. Nigga, it's me. I'm here, nigga. Like you, but because you knew the power of the mic. Pause. You knew the power that like there is nothing that you can do. There has never other than hold fight on, that on. nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it now. I'm thinking about it now. Okay, take your time. What we was I another... in that moment? I'm, I'm no for real. I'm like, what what did I yeah. think in that moment when I sat down? Um, you were those, offended. Yeah, if y'all, if, okay, let me backstory. We talked about this on a different episode. Uh, Shane went up on stage and decided to basically say that my set was dirty, and like he basically made a joke about like I need a rag to my about my my thing. I need a mm-hmm. rag to wipe the cum off the microphone, Joe, or something like that, and then proceeded to do dirty jokes. Right. Um, I think this is different from that mm-hmm. in the sense of it wasn't him going that dude's a, a mid comic. He didn't say I wasn't funny. Right, like he was challenging Donnell Rollins' ability to rock the microphone and say he can't rip mics like this. And and at the beginning, he said if we were at a different club, basically a black club, mm-hmm. because everybody knows the improvs, the laugh factories, and the comedy store. If you're on that stage, it's easier. Mm-hmm. That's comedy in easy mode. Um, the Savoy is is like you know you're doing some fucking work. These people might have yeah. just came to drink. Are they gonna laugh at you? And he was saying yeah. he couldn't do the job. That's what Donnell Rollins was defending, in my opinion. It wasn't just, a, I'm going to get up there whether I got all these accolades or not. Right. You're challenging my manhood in the genre. My ability. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that, yeah. man. But you still got to know, man. Like, you still have to. I'm going to steal this nigga Leah picture. Oh, and, oh yeah. I was mm-hmm. this I've been watching that. It's in. The, I think if you go. All right, I know the layout of the crib. Okay. You gonna break in there? I, I I'm gonna get that. I, you got um, me right. All right, for sure. I mean, I can't got you. We just, we're recording. This is video. He. I want to see if he listens back to the episodes. He he don't. I know um, he don't. So we gonna go get that, and then it's gonna be gone. And he probably. Ain't gonna I'm gonna notice. get that back to the future shit too. Is that a Back to the Future car? I'm gonna draw right next L- to Aaliyah. I'm gonna write LOL on all of his WWF belts. No, I'm gonna take. <laughs> I'm gonna take the. You can write, write it on the one on the, on the right. I'm gonna take the one on the left though. I'm gonna, oh, okay. I'm gonna wear it to work. All right. So bet, anyway, bet, bet. um, um, I think that I, I don't. I mean, I, I I feel like there are people like we were talking about it earlier in the very beginning of the podcast when it comes to mental health stuff. There are certain things that affect some people, and you can you can um you can internally you can inter- internalize those things and then deal with them later, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think Donnell has that. I, I don't think Donnell has that that type of uh, internal. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when it happens to him, I gotta say something. Just like when he's on the Breakfast Club and and Charlemagne just making jokes at his expense. Yeah. He don't joke back. He gets to. Like, I thought you was my friend, dog. Like you got me up here looking dumb and shit, and and Charlemagne's it it. it, it He's. I'm an entertainer. I'm entertaining only. Know where you went to be interviewed, and he Mm. can't even deal with that shit. You know what I'm saying? So he just, uh, you know, man. Uh, Good luck to Donnell. Yeah, this shit is gonna. This shit. This shit is gonna look wild. Uh, He's gonna have to address it a dozen times. Mm -hmm. Because it looks like jealousy. Because Corey Holcomb. And his in later on in his comedy career, he's been doing shit for fucking 
20, 25 years now, some shit. Nigga popping right now. Yeah. And it looks like jealousy. But I don't and, know. and I'm going to just straight up and plain. I haven't seen Donnell perform live. I met him once, just took a picture. Corey Holcomb is lightning in a bottle hosting a comedy show. That nigga rolling right now, dog. He just, and, and what I mean, like, if you haven't seen him live, a lot of y'all wait for us to get Netflix specials. You are seeing the worst version of us. I, yeah. And I mean that. Like, when y'all see us on a special, it's what got cut for fucking television or whatever mm. medium we're doing it on. Go to a live show. Corey Holcomb at a live show, you'll never see the same shit all the way twice. Mm-hmm. It's him up there just motherfucking cooking. That nigga cooking. Yeah. That's Even the, that's the, the whole review. You're talking about two minute clips that all of them are different. Laughing. <laughs> and the this whole thing is time. going nuts. Yeah. It's so, I just mean, him cooking. Yeah. He's just cooking, man. So, mm-hmm. anyway, man. Anyway. I hope you enjoyed the illegal hour plus a bonus yeah. 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. We'll start doing the sexy form and shit. The illegal hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Why is your dick so hard? <laughs> you know, I'm going to convince her to fucking say that shit for us. Oh, she'll like do it. One time. She'll do it. One shit. Time. Hey, I want to see if the listeners decide they want to come through. And give Ken as much shit about hearing her custom kids out on the mic as they did my smoke. Oh, yeah, I heard that shit, too. Huh? Oh, man. She was going nuts. Yo, yo, hey, yo. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, guess what, guess what my son went and did? Clean that motherfucking shot. Hey. That's what the fuck he did. We no know, video room we know, clean. We know where the pants neck crib, yo. That's Hell, yeah. Uh, first off, nigga, do you see this room, nigga? This is my... Okay, I guess it's clean, though. Kind of yeah. room. It's clean in the motherfucker. Nigga, you made, what's it called? A golden prison, nigga. Nigga, um, I am the mother. I wear the pants in this motherfucker. Okay. No, you wear the pants. You wear yeah. pants. Now, niggas. In here, in this room you're in. Yeah, you got that right. I wish that I bitch would be, come. I wish grabbing bitch, this shit. bitch come in here, bitch. <laughs> I dare oh, you. Oh, now you're talking hard. Okay. No, bitch don't get killed on bitch. the air. Don't get killed on the air, bro. Please. Mm-hmm. I hope you don't listen to this episode. I'm just playing, babe. I love you, babe. I'm sorry. See? Uh-huh. <laughs> she going to take your man pussy tonight. Ooh, that shit. That booty going. <laughs> he just rub his hands together? Yeah. All right. Um, Shout out to Che Rain. I just had two amazing shows out at the well with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My son will never forget that night, too. Got my son to meet one of his big TikTok. Mm. Stars nice. and shit. Nice. So yeah, shout out to you, pimp. Um, y'all gonna see me in the streets, man. I'm working on a writing workshop in Las Vegas for comics. Keep your ear to the street. That'll happen in about a month and a half. I'll post the dates and the flyers. All right, Ken, what you got, bro? I got a goddamn thing, nigga. I'm up to play PlayStation. Okay, well that's, that's good enough. Well, uh, yeah. So thank you, all man. of you, good people, for listening to Illegal Opinions, the podcast. People that don't like podcasts. Uh, coming at you every Monday. Favorite streaming services. Uh, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for fucking Russ because we really do fuck with y'all. We love you. Um, and we'll see you next week. Hope you had a great weekend. Attack Monday. Attack Monday. Attack Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Be safe. Show love, y'all. Peace. We out. <laughs>